and welcome to Black Milkshake Comedy Podcast. I'm Jorma Kirko, and we're down in the local juicer, our sponsors, James Joyce Irish Pub. Hi there, I'm Ray Mack. Grab a chair, enjoy the crack, good skills and good times. Well, it's great to be back. We've got another packed show today. We'll be taking a look at the highlights of Black Milkshake. We'll be listening to Mossy with his hilarious story about wasps. We've got Cape Town's own mystic Honzi's horoscopes. Liam Neeson will be in, telling us about his latest film in Paris. The late great entertainer, Sir Leonard Lafferty. Jim MacDonald telling us the best way to invest £40 and a couple of scoops along the way. Good skills, good skills. Jimmy, wouldn't believe who's in town. Uh, I've no idea, apart from us. Well, he flew in this morning, private jet, Robert De Niro. He's in Istanbul as we speak. And actually, he's not very far from our podcast. Oh, really? Yeah, well, probably you didn't know this. He has a chain of restaurants, 51 around the world, actually. And the oh, name no of the restaurants... Is that McDonald's? It's not McDonald's. <laughs> it's <laughs> No Boo. I'll spell it for you. N-O-B-U. Now, don't even think about putting a K in front of that. I wasn't thinking about that. Anyway, it's named after his uh, Japanese business park. Mm. And a new one opened up. There's actually two in uh, Turkey. One is One is in Bodrum on the Asian hub. Of Bodrum, and the other one is in Istanbul, and it's quite near here. And as I tell you, it's near here. And the reason he's over, he's over to inspect it because it was opened during COVID. All right, okay. It'd be nice if we could get him in sometime. Could you imagine getting him in for the crack? Oh, that'd oh, be brilliant. Geez. Could you imagine all those great one-liners? For example, uh, do you feel lucky? Or, for example... I'm going to make you an offer you can't refuse. <laughs> or, for example, Ma, one of my favourites, those with loaded guns are those who dig, you dig. Ah, he'd be brilliant, wouldn't oh, he? Oh, he would, yeah. Let's see if we can get him in sometime. On with the show, Ray. Uh, hello. Uh, my name is uh, Marcy Flood, and I'm from Longford. And I just want to make this a- appeal here... Ah. I went into a pub earlier on this evening and there was nobody to talk to me. And the barman seemed to be zoned out completely and no interest in talking to anyone. They're, they're coming this was. And the next thing the barman came over and I said to him, how come there's nobody talking to me? And he says, that's because you're sitting there with the big thick head on you. And I just want to make this plea to all the publicans around in rural Ireland. You're going to have to start talking to the fellas with the big thick heads on them because there'll be nobody to go anywhere. My name is Mossy Flood and I'm looking out for Longford. Yorma's Lost in Translation. I am sorry, my friend, but I do not know what the hell you are talking about. Jimmy, you may recall uh, in the first podcast you're ranting on about brand names and products. Oh, the ones lost in translation. They were the ones, exactly. But big we... breast, big beans, I seem to recall. Oh, that was brilliant. I love that, actually. But we, we, we forgot about the Turks. The Turks are genius at this, also especially in the food chains. Now, one is very, very famous in Trabzon, the uh, Black Sea region of Turkey. And they didn't want to copy Burger King, so they called it Bulgur King. Oh, bulgur, as in that kind of ricey thing that they eat here. That's exactly it. And it's packed seven days a week, pal. Oh, I bet it is. I bet it is. 
Well, it's reasonably well known that in Spanish, la means the, and puta means lady of the night, which didn't seem to deter Mazda launching their la puta people carrier in 1991. But it gets even worse. Wait until you hear how the nuggets in Mazda's advertising team tried to sell it. La puta is designed to deliver maximum utility in a minimum space while providing a smooth, comfortable ride. And a lightweight, impact-absorbing body. You couldn't score in a brothel with marketing like that. That's brilliant. I love it. Yeah, isn't it just... On the subject of advertising, we're going to just play a little clip of something that could well have been our sponsor if we'd have been doing this in the 1950s. This flat tire needs a man. But when there's no man around... When there's no man around, Goodyear should be. Why? Watch this. New Goodyear Double Eagle. Lifeguard safety spare. A tire in a tire. Keeps on going. Next time, give her a second chance. Celebrity! I love this part of the show, Jim, sir. You're going to like it. Oh, good. Okay. And actually, we only got one true or false question for you today. And again, just to clarify, the answer needs to be true or false, not the question. Good lad. Okay. Now, are you ready? I am indeed. Now, this is... I think it's rather easy, so hopefully it'll be easy enough for you. Sister Sledge and all Sister Group. Sister Park gives mm. a rare really, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. They had a huge hit, a number one hit called uh, Frankie. Mm-hmm. It was dedicated to Holly Johnson, the driving force behind Liverpoolian group Frankie Goes to Hollywood. True or false? No. You know, yeah, plenty of time to answer. Okay. So relax. All right, I'm relaxing on this one. Now, I'm just thinking, when that song came out, it was probably about 1985. Correct. And Frankie Goes to Hollywood were also around their peak at that time. I would probably say that Sister Sledge weren't huge fans of Frankie Goes to Hollywood. Um, and I also do remember, off top of the pops, that it was dedicated to Frank Sinatra, was it not? <laughs> No idea. I think it was, so I'm going to go for false. Hmm, I'll let you know in a few minutes. I bet you still have one of those promotional t-shirts. Relax, don't do it in your wardrobe. Well, I'm actually wearing it right now under my, my shirt, but uh, we can't talk about that in case Mike Reed is listening and tries to get our show banned. No, 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 come on, Jimmy. I bet you rocked that bad boy t-shirt and took it to a brand new level. Mm-hmm. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you one thing, Jimmy. <laughs> it wouldn't fit you today. No. Big, big belly. <laughs> <laughs> but what I still want to know is how many I got out of one. <laughs> you got it correct. Excellent. 100%. Good lad. Ding dong. You're not wrong. I'll tell you what. I've got 40 quid discharge allowance in my pocket. And do you know what I fancy? A nice, big, strong... I'm not exactly a window shopper. Hi, Shakers. Hope you're all tip-top, scrum-diddly-rumptious, and keeping safe. I'm here in the James Joyce pub with my good partner, 
Jimmy or your McGirko for presenting purposes. I have to say, in all fairness, you're a great lad to work with. And I would never, and I would never say anything bad about you okay. in front of your face. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sure a lot of people out there listening to us, they, I, I think this is much better than working at home. For example, if we were doing this podcast at home, but this is a podcast in the pub. It's got the real good feel about it. I mean, it's so much better than doing it in a studio, isn't it? Definitely. A hundred times better. Look, and we even have glasses. We do. To we click. do. Cheers. Black Cheers. milkshake. Black milkshake to your health, Jimster. This building was built about a hundred years ago. People might be wondering about James Joyce in Istanbul. It was built about a hundred years ago. It's a gorgeous building. Mm-hmm. It's got eight floors plus uh, a hotel that opened in 2008. The James Joyce originally opened in 2004. Is it that long ago? Well, it's long enough, really. It's owned by an Irishman from Limerick and a Turkish lady, married in, of course. And I have to say, out of all the Irish bars that's in Istanbul, this is the only real Irish bar, because all the others are not Irish-owned. Yep. Yeah, it's true, and it's run by Ersin, of course, downstairs, and Ali, who really run a really good quality bar, don't they? And they Great cater nice. for all of our needs. Um, and, and really, one of those things is it's absolutely fantastic that they allow us to come in here. We're, we're sitting in this room upstairs. I think it's on the. Th- I think we're on the third floor. It's a lot of steps, anyway. And it, it, I can only describe it and the hotel because I've stayed here as well. It, it has a sort of faded beauty, you know, from the turn of the twentieth century. And this room sometimes, when it, when you see it, it, it sometimes, it's not the kind of place that you might like to be in on your own. You know, at, at, late at night, if you were the only person in the building, you sometimes wonder if, if there are ghosts around who maybe have their own story to tell. And on the subjects of the ghosts and, and supernatural and things like that, I think it's time that we, um, do some, uh, astronomy. Oh, I like this part. Aries, you will feel some discomfort and feel that things are going rotten this week. My Uncle Brian can sort out all your problems with a quick root canal or scale and polish if you're lucky. Aquarius, beware of the older generation. You may find some of your choices a little queer or fruity. There's nothing wrong with you, and my friend Petri in Amsterdam has some videos you can buy. Capri Sun, you will be the fun this week. The star of the show is your iconic pouch, brought to life with a face. It will become a coveted item for family and friends to collect in the future. Yummy. Lira, you will still feel devalued. If you don't get the job that pays in dollars soon, you'll have to put up foreign trips for quite a while. Vegetarians. Your energy levels may be low this week, and I'm really concerned about you not getting enough protein. My cousin Willem, the gamekeeper, has a few antelope steaks going cheap if you wish. Horus. You seem to have minute interstices through which liquid or air may pass, according to the dictionary. I think this might have something to do with flatulence or maybe getting bumped. Anzi, gotta stop you right there. Right there, pal. Gotta stop you. Why? What's the problem? <laughs> the problem, pal. The problem. Sweet Mary, Mother of God. Caprison. Vegetarians. Lyra. Also, you said porous instead of taurus, and then you said something about getting it from a dictionary, not to mention the bombing. This is a family show. 
I just did the same as I did last month. Your producer said it was okay. He also said something about poor recording and not understanding your accent. Do you know anything at all about horoscopes, Hansi? Please give me another chance. I need the money. My cousins and uncles and aunts have all suffered tremendously since the rise of majority rule in RSA. I can do anything. Lonely Hearts, Hair Dryer Reviews. I can even get my cousin Elizabeth in. Not the doctor, the other one. Ah, fair play. Good old Lizzie. Five, five, four, four, three, three, two, one, one. A wee bit of the profound truth based on reality. We have ignition. Strap in. And you've got it. A wee bit of the profound truth based on reality. And a true story it is indeed. It's a long way from the Arctic to Tipperary, but scientists have discovered polar bears can trace their family tree to Ireland. Genetic evidence, yeah, yeah genetic evidence show that they are descended from Irish brown bears that lived during the last ice age. How cool, Jimmy? How cool is that? It's not something that you would think, is it really? Well, absolutely. Now, seriously, from a very, very young age, I was always had a mild fascination with polar bears. A mild fascination. Um, I, I love that phrase. <laughs> yes, go <laughs> Please continue. Yeah. I loved watching them on TV, knocking seals. About. It's like being a little bit pregnant, isn't it? But <laughs> yeah. you're, you're ruining it for me, pal. <laughs> I used to love how they'd be knocking seals around and pretending they can run fast or they can't run fast. Pretending they're far away. Pretending they don't see you. And now, Jimmy, sweet Mary, mother of God, I found out that they're half Irish. Wow. Wow. It's too much to bear. Too much to bear, (laughs) (laughs) Jim. Now, to make a short story long, everybody wants to be Irish. But nobody wants to live there. Mr. Paddy O'Bear asked why he left Ireland. I sure look at it. It's only for the crack, lad. It's only for the cod. (laughs) (laughs) And Jimmy, get a load of this. They drink Coca-Cola. Jesus, sweet Mary, mother God. It's a proud day, Jimmy. I wish I had any idea what that means. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think most people are very aware of the, uh, you know, the whole polar bear and psychology connection, you know. It's something that's very important in the, the polar bear community. And I thought that what, what might be quite interesting so that you at home can get to know us a little better is um, having having studied a little bit of psychiatology, I, I thought it'd be quite interesting to do a little test on you, Ray. Just a little psychological profile. Bang away, pal. Okay. Now, this is a very, very easy, very easy thing. You don't need to worry about this at all. Can I just fill a sip on it? Sip of Carlsberg. You'll need it. Okay. (laughs) And and this is, uh, this is a little, uh, psychiatrological quiz, which will help the listeners out there to find out what kind of a person you really are. Now, all you need to do, I'm going to say some words and I just want you quickly to say another word that you think of when I say that. So, for example, if I said fish, you might say chips. Something like that. But I'm not going to ask you that question because I've given you the answer. But there are no uh, incorrect answers with this. Okay? You caught me. No, it seems a bit fishy, doesn't it? <laughs> okay. So, the first word, Ray. Cat. Dog. White. Black. Bread. Flour. Elton. John. Spaghetti. Noodles. Warm. Cold. Dogging. <laughs> <laughs> I need an answer. <laughs> Wait a minute, I'll just take a sip of this, Jimmy. <laughs> Need a word? Uh, 
Dogging. Something that you think of when I say dogging. Cars. Okay. Well, that's interesting. I've got all the results in now. And it would appear that you are what they call a personality type B. Now, what that means is that you're, you're enthusiastic, but dependable. You're honest. And you have solid values. And you either have an oozing boil on your backside at the moment or secretly want to own a pet monkey. Now, is that right? <laughs> that sums me up. I think it does. <laughs> G'day, possums. This is Dame Midner Everidge speaking from Wagga Wagga in Australia. I love to follow Ray and Yorma on Facebook. Don't worry about punctuation and capital letters. Just type Black Milkshake the Pupcast, darlings, without writing the darlings. By the way, please tell a friend to listen on Spotify and Apple. Follow the boys, darlings. Your podcast needs you. Bye, possums. Hey, Jimmy, you might remember we tried to get in touch with Liam Neeson last weekend and he got detained. Or possibly even taken, but how could I forget that? <laughs> anyway, our people got in touch with his people, and while he's too busy to come over at the moment, he likes us a lot, Fair Play at Home, mm-hmm. and he has agreed to give us some exclusive interviews. Yeah, you heard it here first type thing. Oh, it was brilliant talking to him, wasn't it? Oh, absolutely brilliant. Great. By the way, Jimmy, what was your favourite role by him? Well, it's really, really hard to to pick, really, because I don't think he's ever been in anything that's been bad. I mean, all right, probably wouldn't include some of the rom-coms, but, you know, I don't know, I'm kind of torn between Schindler's List and maybe Michael Collins. Two good choices, two good choices. My favourite, uh, definitely Rob, Rob Roy, and mm. that man, he certainly knew how to wear a kilt. He did, indeed. He did, indeed. I think that was one of his absolute finest, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. Is he a fine pair of legs for a man? He did, yeah. Yeah. And we we got to find out what makes the legendary film star who played Rob Roy McGregor, Oscar Schindler, Michael Collins and Zeus Tick. Here we go. Good morning, Liam. It's great to have you on the show. Good morning, Liam. Good morning. No, I believe you've recently been over filming in Paris and something happened where you felt touched in a hotel. Do you want to tell us a little bit more about it? Yes, I do. I was uh, walking through the corridor and there were uh, two elderly ladies and they stood up as we passed and this lady came and says, excuse me, can I interrupt you for a second? I said, of course. What? And how old would you say that these ladies were, Liam? Let me see, early 70s. Yeah, early 70s. And and they paid me a certain amount of money. They gave you money? What did they want? I was complimented on my Hamlet. Complimented you on your Hamlet? You know, I'm a single guy and I... You know, I have a sneaking feeling I know what's going to come next. I really hope I'm wrong. It's going to happen. It is. Because it has to. Gosh, what a great guy I am. At the end of the day, pal, this is a family show, you know. Could you please show a little bit more decorum? Oh, sorry. I thought you were going to ask something else. Forgive me, Father, for I have sinned. It has been one day since my last confession. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Liam Neeson, and we look forward to having him on the show next month to share with us one or two of his interesting anecdotes. It's Ray's Happy Hour. It's Ray's Happy Hour. It's Ray's Happy Hour.
That jingle still buckles and buckled. <laughs> <laughs> buckled roaring, Jimmy. That was hard work now, I tell you. I know, but good skills. Dearest Shakers, what makes you happy, very happy, so happy, gorgeously, deliriously happy? You go first, Jimmy. It's been an interesting week. I mean, um, getting towards summer holiday time. Very much excited. Got tickets through for the holiday. Um, I think one of the things that made me happy this week is something that's also made me a little bit sad as well. But um, a woman that my wife has worked with for a number of years retired on Thursday last week after a 30-year stretch in one job. And she was just somebody, Willa, if you're listening, somebody who just brought an energy and a freshness and humour into a workplace that just often doesn't exist and I think I was just happy that I got the chance to get to know this person. Oh, very nice, Jimmy. Ahmed Donmez Gallup Dimmerai, Ilker Sinel, if you're listening, hi, and many, many thanks. Jimmy, I was in Ankara for four days. Mm-hmm. It's a totally different animal. Can you say that? I think you can. No, it's a little bit more uh, Just make back. sure you don't offend a polar bear. <laughs> Definitely, absolutely. You know, it's totally different. It's more laid back. It was a lovely little break. Nice change of scenery. I met up with three shakers. I mentioned their name. Ahmed Dunmez, Gallup Demirai, Ilke Sinel. I got a chance to see the uh, old town in Ankara. I got a chance to see the Ankara Castle. And I tasted Kokorach. All right. It's a very, very famous dish in Ankara. Yeah, I once fell asleep um, with my face in some of that, but I don't remember the taste. Probably at three or four o'clock in the morning, typical Jimmy. It was earlier than that, but my wife wasn't proud. Anyway, we caught up uh, caught up with a few shakers from Ankara, which was very, very nice, actually. Uh, I knew two of them, and I had never met... I'd never met a Gallup uh, Demerai, which was nice to meet up. We had scoops of intoxication, mm-hmm. and we had, had some... had the DTs, didn't you? Huh? You had the DTs, didn't you? Oh, I'm still suffering. But anyway, it was great to get away to a different uh, different city for a, mm-hmm. a couple of days. I loved it, loved it. And you know, I'm on holiday, so why not? Yeah, why not, indeed? I've still never been there, actually. <laughs> exactly. Well, anyway, as a great Irish philosopher, once quoted Jimster whilst partaking in scoops of intoxication down in his local juicer. He said, a compliment is verbal sunshine. Uh, Very nice. Compliment makes you very happy. For example, I can live comfortably for two months on a good compliment. What about you, Jim? Um, I think it's quite a while since I've got one. (laughs) 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 But I've managed, uh, managed so far, I think. Uh, I get a lot of them over the uh, last few weeks. No, it's, it's 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 a lovely thing, isn't it? And I think sometimes if you, I'm one of those people that believe if you're not happy with something that somebody does, tell them. But also, if somebody does something that you like, you should also tell them as well. It's the very best way forward. Yeah. In another story, like for example, Jimster, on a final note, don't ever tell a woman. Just for example, like your missus, your good missus, for example, she's pretty. Don't tell her that she's pretty. Tell her. There's no other woman like her. Mm-hmm. And I swear on my dog, pal, all roads open up, pal, to you. You will never <laughs> regret it. <laughs> and she will be loving you gorgeously, pal, forever. I'm just waiting for her to get back from her holidays. <laughs> Jimmy, well, we're both a certain age, would be fair to say. 
Well, I, I suppose we are. I mean, more you, obviously, than me. But, um, yeah, true enough. Really. <laughs> the reason I bring it up is that in our day, entertainment was entertainment. Good, clean family fun mm-hmm. in front of the fire. Val Dunigan, Gayburn. Terry Wogan. Terry Wogan, absolutely. And you know who I really liked? Now, I've got a funny feeling you're going to say something like Larry Grayson or Kenneth Williams at this point. Would you go away around me? I'm talking about Leonard Lafferty. Oh, uh, yeah. Sir Leonard Lafferty, no less. Oh, God, yeah. He, he was brilliant, wasn't he? He was brilliant. Jimmy, pivotal, shaman even. Yeah, brilliant. Do you remember him? Who? Heyman. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Seriously, though, you, you don't hear anything about him these days, do you? I mean, I, I remember sitting there in my mum's wellies as a kid watching him. And what, what was his catchphrase? Have you seen it? Was it him? <laughs> yeah, oh, I remember that now. It was, it was a golden age, wasn't it? Do you know that I heard that mysteriously... All the audio and TV footage of Leonard Lafferty went up in flames in what the insurance companies called a suspicious inferno involving cheap hairdryers. Mm, that's what they say. And the odd thing is that all his friends and relatives also oddly disappeared too. So, no copyrights. Indeed, but thanks to our good friends, Hackett Technologies in Cross Malina County Mayo, one or two places have been salvaged and they passed it on to me. And they sent that Shergar thing, by the way. Oh, they did, did they? Okay, good. Um, can we hear a bit? Yes, I think we should. This is one of his last shows around 1990, they say, somewhere in England. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that bloody smoke machine will be the death of me. I'll be on to my solicitor in the morning. Amateurs. Have you seen it? Was it him? Yes, that's right, ladies and gentlemen, the old catchphrase. It's me, Britain's darlingest presence on screen and stage, Sir Leonard Lafferty. Back from the death. And uh, can, can, can I just say what a great honour it is for, for you to be here with me uh, tonight. Ah, oh, showbiz. I work with them all, Bob Gizmo and his burning trousers, Sally Pepper, the human pogo stick, and Dame Julie Orinshaw, the monkey juggler. I, I played on Broadmoor, Holyrood, Taxim Square, and the venue of venues, the Huddersfield Empire. You know, I, I can still smell the applause. Well, without further ado, please allow me to introduce tonight's... Salutations, yes, this is he. Oh, hello, good morning. Could you tell me who I'm speaking to today? I I, I don't know. Is he not in your diary? I I can't survive without my final facts. Wait wait a minute, Um, is it with you now? Sorry? Well, uh, you asked me if I can tell you who you're speaking to today, uh, but you'll need to read your diary out to me. Um, unless you mean someone with you right now. Um, do you not recognise him at all? Uh, don't worry, um, I, I get mixed up too. It, it can get very confusing, especially if you're somewhere busy like a, a supermarket or, or, or an underground. Um, you're not on a tube, are you? 
Oh, I'm amazed I can hear you at all from under there. What technology can do these days? My goodness. No, I'm not calling from a train and I'm not calling from a supermarket. Uh, I'm very relieved to hear that because I... I just wanted to know who I'm speaking to. Can you tell me your name? Y yes, I, I can. So... So what? I mean, well... Oh, I can't complain, thanks, son. What's your name? I'm Darren. I I'm calling from Sky about... Oh, it's a pleasure to speak to you, Maureen. No, it's Darren. It's about time your people got in touch. Now, I I'm assuming you're wishing to speak about my recent proposal for my epic fantasy mafia script that I, I submitted my first-class post uh, to Sky last Tuesday, are you, Maureen? Or, or was it Monday? Um, it must have been Tuesday because I, I lost my false teeth on Monday. Or, or was it Sunday? Let's start again. My name is Darren, not Maureen. Your name is... Oh, I, I see. Uh, now I understand. Uh, do, do forgive my um, um, uh, con Confucianism. <coughs> um, Sir, Sir Leonard Lafferty, it's a pleasure to meet you, uh, Mr. Moron. Or, or is it okay if I call you Aaron? Now, um, let's talk terms if you can still hear me from that crowded train you're on. Sir Leonard, you misunderstand. I'm not calling about your mafia script. It's got hobbits in it. Hobbits and gangsters. You'd like it. Do you know that? No, I'm, I'm not a producer. I'm phoning to see if you wish to become a subscriber to Sky. A survivor? How dare you? I'm, I'm more than that young lady, uh, you, you young man. Let me tell you, I had breakfasted with the stars. Do you want to buy a Sky subscription? No, I do not. What a rude little man. Calling me from a jam-packed tube, trying to tell me my film was rubbish. Anyway, the show must go on as that Freddie Merchant once told me. He said, Sir Leonard, the show must... Uh, what, what, what was it he said now? Uh, you know, I, I've lost my train of thought. Oh, oh, oh yes, my, my script. It's called The Godfather of the Rings, and according to many an expert, it's going to be the next Inspector Morse, uh, only with I Italian hobbits and, and, and thingies. Uh, it's blooming earpiece. Oh, it's my producer. Yes, 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 I'm doing it. I'm, I'm doing it. <laughs> well, without further ado, let me introduce tonight's guest. Oh, bugger, I've forgotten who they are now. Black Milkshake's Post of the Month. And my favourite post was from Michael Oak. Sometimes talking to your sister is all the therapy you need. And sometimes you need therapy after talking to your sister. <laughs> <laughs> Good skills, shakers. Yeah, keep those posts coming. Please, we would like your feedback, suggestions, ideas, anything that you can. Please send a personal message to Ray Mack through the Black Milkshake site. Good skills, Jimster. And uh, shakers. Keep those posts coming fast and furious. Okay, we're at the end of the show. Thank you very much for listening. Um, it's been a great pleasure to be here. And of course, we couldn't have put this together without certain people. So special thanks to... Hacker Technologies, Cross Malina, County Mayo. James Joyce, Irish Pub, of course. Liam Neeson, Longford Tourist Board. Charlie Lawson, Top Bloke. Asad Abbasi, Seamus O'Rourke. And not forgetting my dear cousin, Eamon McAndrew, a good lad. Don't know about you, Jimmy. Yorma Kirko. 
my podcaster and great mate. It's been a belly of laughs. It has indeed. It's been an absolute pleasure. More from Black Milkshake next month. The podcast was brought to you by Black Milkshake and was presented by Ray Mack and Yorma Kirko. It was produced by James Kirk and engineered by Eamon McAndrew. No animals or copyright were knowingly violated during the making of this broadcast. Black Milkshake Productions 2022.